Hey everyone, welcome to The Zest, the official podcast for Orange Coast Magazine. Today's guest was on season 23 of The Voice, and she was the show's first deaf contestant. Thank you so much for being here today, Allie. Hello, thank you for having me. I'm really honored to be a part of this. I'm honored to have you on. I um I first learned about your story in our January issue, and I like oh, right on. M- yeah, I like immediately looked up videos of you, and like I've watched so many, and every single video gives me like full body chills. Like your voice uh-huh. is so beautiful. Thank you. I really appreciate that. That that means the world to me, and oh, I'm right. I'm just glad I'm able to you know make people smile by doing that. So, Aww, <laughs> um, so you grew up in Walnut, California. I did. Um, yeah. Amazing. What were you like as a kid? Uh, honestly, the same. <laughs> same <laughs> now, to be quite honest. Yeah, no, I think I was a, lot, a little bit more quiet, though. A little more okay. shy, more reserved. Um, and yeah, but other than that, I was very musical um, growing up. So I, I was always, you know, playing the guitar, making a song, something like that. Um, but yeah, other than that, like if I was at school or something, I, I usually stuck to myself most of the time, but not because of like, you know, I was insecure or anything, or, you know, I, I felt like I was an outsider. No, I just, that's just how I am. <laughs> um, your parents are musicians, right? Yeah, yeah. My dad is a drummer, um, and he sings here and there. Uh, mm. My mom is a singer, um, and they met, uh, I believe, for a, they were doing something, but my dad was a fill-in drummer for my mom's actual drummer instead of the band she was in. Uh, so it was like basically fate <laughs> that they met. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So that's our little love story. <laughs> wow. And you have a sister too. Does she sing as well? I do. Yeah. Cammy. Uh, they are a base. Uh, she, they, either one. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. Um, yeah. So she's in New York right now. So she's doing a whole Broadway thing. Um, so yeah, wow. she, uh, she's going to school called, um, Circle in the Square. Um, so yeah, they're, they're pursuing a whole, you know, Broadway, everything like that. And just musical theater, um, classically trained, uh, she works with, uh, Natalie Weiss. Um, so Ooh. yeah, yeah. So she, she's, uh, she, I know I can sing, but you heard Cammy like, Whoa, she got some pipes. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so cool. That your whole family. So it's really runs in your blood. Yes, it does. <laughs> when did you start to fall in love with music? Oh, since day one. Uh, I don't think there was ever, ever a quiet day in my home, to be quite honest, which is kind (laughs) of ironic considering, um, you know, the obvious I'm deaf, but, um, yeah, no, it's always been like that. Like even if I'm not like playing actual music or playing an actual instrument, I'm playing guitar hero with my older cousin, Christian, (laughs) or, you know, we're, we're singing karaoke or we're playing YouTube videos that, and just trying to sing along and, and hold the longest note that we can Anything that we can do is just like basically anything musical um, mm. or artistic, really. It's just like, I don't know, it's just, it's just been something that has really brought us closer together as a family and as a unit. And um, for me, it's definitely helped me find my identity. So, yeah, it's just been part of my life, my whole life. So, wow. We are also a big karaoke family, but no one has a voice like you <laughs> or your families at all. <laughs> that is totally okay. I honestly say, the the less you can sing, the more fun it is. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Um, so uh, do you mind sharing? I read in the um, article that we published in January um, about how you uh, your parents learned that you had hearing loss. Do you mind sharing a bit about that? No, I don't mind at all. So um, they found out basically through like 
the normal mundane things that you would go through that any hearing person would just think is not really big big of a deal like um a fire truck or you know the ice cream truck or um really loud sounds at a concert or you know playing the drums um so one time my dad was playing the drums right next to me and I was asleep and I was I was I think I was one not even two oh, wow. something like that yeah very very young um and I didn't react at all so and then you know some time went by and my grandpa is the one I was like all right she's not reacting to really really loud sound which is what a toddler would normally cry at mm. if it's sort of really sudden and it wasn't happening for me um so there's, he was like you know okay, you guys should definitely go get that checked out and lo and behold they get it checked out and um they tell my parents that um they say the doctors they like to say the words unfortunately un- and I don't really like that they use that but um mm-hmm. yeah they're like unfortunately she's deaf and you know all these other things that you know just very discouraging for parents that hear these things about their child uh, let mm-hmm. alone their first child oh, yeah. um and yeah it was just it was hard I I I would assume for my parents but um that never stopped them <laughs> you, know, from, you know doing whatever they could to that would be best for me and I am very very thankful for all the sacrifices that they made and all the choices they made for, uh, to uh, help better my, um, life and my way of living and being able to, you know, uh, just live in a big, scary world that we're in right now. And, um, yeah, yeah. It's just basically kind of like a history <laughs> lesson how, how they found out. Definitely. Um, what was the doctor's prognosis? So they said it was, I can't exactly remember, but it was mm-hmm. profoundly deaf, uh, by bilateral hearing, hearing loss or something like that. Um, I uh, can't exactly remember. My mom knows more than I do. Um, <laughs> me, I just say I'm deaf and I, but, um, there's some fancy words in there. And, um, all I know is that it's both ears. Um, and when I was growing up, I did have a couple surgeries, which was called a stapendectomy that I know. Um, wow. They basically put in like a um, uh, prosthetic, tiny, tiny bone. Uh, that's what I was missing when I was growing up. Whoa. Or when I was born. And they put that, and I only did it in one year, and I did it twice, I think, uh, in my childhood. Uh, and then it's not permanent, so I would have to keep doing it. That's why I did it twice. Um, and I think after the second time, maybe the third time, I can't exactly remember. I was like, I'm done. I don't want to do any more surgeries. You know, that's just a lot, a lot of my body. Yeah. And I, I don't want it anymore. Um, I could still do it if I want to. And I, I'm, I'm very, very hopeful that, you know, um, medicine has progressed a lot since then. So I'm sure yeah. if I did it now, it might give me my full hearing back. We never know. And I don't really, <laughs> really, I'm not really, you know, interested in knowing i guess that's one way to put it yeah (laughs) i'm kind of okay with where i am right now definitely i like i've had a couple of surgeries and the the scar tissue hurts so bad afterwards i can't imagine having that in your ear yeah yeah so i so it's just funny i just thought of this right now um (laughs) when i was doing those surgeries as a kid they would have to shave my hair um Uh and i would have like a bald spot basically right here <laughs> and i'd hate it as a kid i was like oh, i don't want to go back to school looking like Aww. that <laughs> and now i actually do it on purpose i shave yeah i saw <laughs> so, that's how cool <laughs> i know it's like a full circle moment I just yeah. right <laughs> um so 
your speech coach, uh, I'm assuming this is kind of one of the things that you were mentioning about your parents and how they were supporting you. You had a speech coach come to your home? Yeah, I did. So one of the main things that my uh, parents made sure to involve me in is in speech therapy. So I would learn how to um, basically associate sounds uh, and with what they are um, mm-hmm. when I got my hearing aids. Obviously, okay. I wouldn't have been able to do that without my hearing aids. Right. Um, so when I got my hearing aids, they were like immediately put me into these speech therapy sessions. Um, and when at a very young age, they would come to my house. So we would do some nursery rhymes. Uh, we'll do like, you know, some, uh, we'll read some books or something like that. You know, just anything that a small toddler would enjoy doing and help them, uh, basically interact with other people and other things that help you develop as a human. Um, and the thing that shocked everyone the most was the fact that I was sort of the speech therapist would sing to me and be like, all right, now sing it back. Um, and I would sing it on perfect pitch every <laughs> single time. Uh, and so my, my mom was, and was shocked. We're like, what? <laughs> like, hold on a second. You are a deaf child and you know how to sing it on perfect pitch. You know exactly what you're doing. Um, and what's funny Look, I know I said Cammy was a great, my sister, Cammy was a great <laughs> singer now, but back then, no. <laughs> so at that age, she, she's only a year younger than me. So we we're both being able to like, you know, sit in together and learn these things. Uh-huh. So Cammy would sing back to nursery rhymes, totally tone deaf. <laughs> but not, not sing it well at all. Um, but so that's what shocked them. They're like, hold on, how come the deaf kid is able to, you know, perfectly replicate whatever they're saying? but the hearing child cannot. So yeah, yeah it's, just, it's interesting. <laughs> Man, that gave me full body chills again when you said that. That's so, <laughs> I, I can't even imagine. Um, that's so amazing. Was um, What was the song? Do you remember like what your parents remember oh, you singing? You know what really, really sucks? It's cool that, you know, that an actual memory that we can talk about it. Yeah. But my mom had this recording, like you know, there's, <laughs> there's actually some books where you can like, push record yeah so she had one of those of me doing it and we don't know where that is anymore (laughs) (laughs) but it's actually actually happened i swear there's pictures um yeah yeah, so that i honestly don't remember i want to say it was probably maybe a disney song um, yeah or you know or just like wheels on the bus or something yeah how cute (laughs) Um, so when did you first start performing like on stage in front of people yeah. Oh, that's just a fun question. Uh, <laughs> so my very first time ever performing in front of a crowd by myself, that's not in like a church choir or something like that. Uh-huh. I remember when I did church choir in kindergarten or something, uh-huh. um, they were during, during a rehearsal one time. They're like, okay, we want people to do solos. Come up if you want to do a solo. My mom would be like, go do it, go do it. And I was, I was like, no, 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 I don't want to. And my sister did it. So <laughs> but, yeah, so there, there's like photos of my sister doing a solo and then just me in the back singing in the choir. So, but then many years later, <laughs> uh, my very first time ever making my debut on the stage, it's a solo act, uh, was my fifth grade talent show. Oh. And I sang... This is me from Camp Rock by Demi Lovato. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, and oh man, I sing the heck out of that song. <laughs> wow, how fun! Do you remember what that experience was like for you? Oh yeah, it was it was very euphoric. I I I really really enjoyed it. And I was like, oh yeah, this is what I want to do. I want to do this. 
Um, and you know, obviously I was at, I was like, what, 10 that time, 10, 11. Mm-hmm. And I was still, you know, kind of shy. I was like, uh, I don't know about that. And I'm kind of like how, you know, Mitchie was in Camp Rock. Like, uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I definitely, I definitely, you know, related to that in a sense. And it just helped me, um, you know, that performance in the self helped me uh, step out of my shell a little bit. And my friends would be like, oh my gosh, wait, you can sing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so yeah. And, and it just blossomed from there, basically. Wow. Did you continue performing as a kid, like growing up? I did. Yeah. I was very involved in church. Um, and I would, you know, sing in like the church clubs or stuff like that at my, my middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would, you know, lead worship there and I would do um, some talent shows here and there. And I finally did join choir um, in middle school. Uh, and I did a solo. I sang, uh, what's that pink song? Perfect. Um, yeah, I sang that song. There's a video of me out there somewhere. Um, looking back and I'm like, oh, this is terrible. But <laughs> it's good to like, you know, have those kind of memories. Be like, oh, yeah, I actually did that. And that's really cool. So, yeah. um, yeah, I did that. I, and I remember in my eighth grade talent show, no, eighth grade talent show, I did um, the Jackson 5 song. What is it? Um, I Want You Back. Oh, um, man. Yeah, I used my grandpa's um, old school guitar. Um, and it's like a Gibson guitar, and I wore a fedora, and I was like, oh, my God. I was, I was, I like to put on a show. <laughs> I'm Wait, how many instruments can you play? I can play the drums. I can play the guitar and piano. Um, I'm best at guitar though. Did you learn those all three as a kid? Yeah. Yeah. So drums kind of just came naturally uh, because <laughs> of my dad. He's a drummer. <laughs> um, so I think it's not my best instrument, but if I, if you wanted me to play simple beat, I could probably do it for you. <laughs> um, but uh, piano, I, I, I learned as a young kid. Um, uh, my dad's uncle, um, would teach me and my sister a little bit. So that, from that, it just stuck with me. And then I just kind of taught myself guitar um i actually learned that with my cousin my older cousin christian um my grandpa uh, our grandpa is the one that taught us um how to play guitar our first song that we learned was uh, oyo como va by (laughs) santana it's a great song yeah it's a great song i love that song so much (laughs) but yeah that was my very first song and i learned a little solo how to how to do a solo for that song too and since then i just kind of taught myself the whole time so yeah i know someone who can like hear a song and play it like they see the music in their head can you do that too so no okay, okay. <laughs> i actually cannot sight read for the life okay i will tell uh, him that uh <laughs> that's, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah no, I, I, I suck at it like i know the basics but i'm like oh no if you put a scene of music in front of me i'm like this is i don't know this is gibberish oh you can't know. read the music no i can't you I don't do it all from i just oh, do wow. it all basically from like replicating what i see and or um just going based off feeling um so yeah yeah it's kind of like a a weird so i remember my very first complicated song that i ever learned Mm -hmm. i'm a huge demi lovato fan like i love demi lovato so i I love her 29 that came out so good love that song yeah i I can talk about it for hours (laughs) (laughs) um but my very first like complicated song i ever learned was um she actually had this concert video of her out um of her out playing her song called catch me and okay. she could see her playing the guitar clearly. Um, so I was like, okay, I'm just going to look at that and see what it is and hope for the best that I'm playing it right. And I guess I ended up did playing it right. So I remember one time I was playing it one time. My mom was like, oh, wow, this is really cool that you can do that. I'm like, oh, I don't know. It just, it just happened. That's the only way I can learn how to play guitar. 
So because I can't really hear it and I can't really, you know, just be like, um, like what your friend is like, I can't just hear it and just think in my head, like, okay, this is what's coming up. The notes, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So I just have to replicate what I see. Wow. That's really cool though. But, um, also I just have to ask the song, get back by Demi Lovato. That Love was, it. yes. That's <laughs> oh man just goes. Um, <laughs> anyways. Um, so where did you go to high school? I went to Walnut High School, so it's okay. in Walnut, where I grew up. I graduated as a class of, oh my gosh, it's been so long, 2016. Nice. I'm <laughs> um, so. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. <laughs> but um, yeah, yeah, so I, that was a, a very interesting time in my life, because mm-hmm. I was still trying to figure out exactly what I wanted to do. Um, like I, I was very involved in sports um, early on in high school. Um, I did basketball. Um, I did uh, wrestling. I did Dang. a little bit of track and uh, track and field, um, and I did some softball, but outside of school. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, it's just it's been something that I would on my mind. Like I don't know if I want to do music. I don't know if I want to do sports. Uh, I was just kind of like figuring myself out, you know, like any teenagers doing yeah. at that age. Um, but I was also very, very involved in like you know the clubs. And um, singing um, for those clubs, doing like events or stuff like that. And I remember one time, one of my friends came up to me and they're like, hey, we really want you to join the choir, you know, choir group and stuff like that. And me being me, I was like, ah, I don't know. Uh, I'm too much of a solo, you know, soloist. <laughs> I, I got to sing by myself. So, and I, you know, thinking back, I'm like, I kind of regret it. Like, I kind of regret not doing choir and stuff like that. Um, because, you know, I, I feel like it definitely would have helped me, um, mm. being able to like learn from other peers of mine that also had the same interest. Um, and, but it's okay though. Cause like I said, I like spending time on my own. Yeah. So of the, the time that I spent by myself, I did a lot of music. So I was writing a lot. I would, you know, learning more guitar. I would, you know, replicating all these different kinds of riffs and runs, and, and the singing and the music that I listened to. And just, um, so even though I wasn't learning it in a classroom setting, I definitely was learning it at home. So, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you had a teacher who invited you to perform at a restaurant. It was your high school. Yeah. 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 yeah can you uh, tell me a little about that. Yeah. His name is Justin Pinlilio. <laughs> um, I call him Justin now because, you know, I'm, I'm way older. I don't need to call him <laughs> But he was my summer school U.S. history teacher. Wow. Uh, cool dude. He's probably like his second year teaching. <laughs> he was super <laughs> young. So I was like, oh, this dude is cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and immediately right away, he noticed that because I was the person that carried my guitar everywhere at school. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, oh, you, you play the guitar? I'm like, yeah, a little bit. So I'm like, all right, play for the class. So I did. And he was like, oh, this, this person can sing and can play the guitar. Let's, I want to hear more of that. So, and, you know, then I went through high school and years went by. Um, and then 2020 happened. So, you know, the COVID shut down and all that. And that was when I was really, really um, considering the fact that I was like, okay, I need to do music more because I need to start posting more. I need to do something. Mm-hmm. And when we were finally starting to open up and we could start going out now, um, he was like, hey, I have this, you know, restaurant at our hometown um, that's just opening up and they, they have like these performances, performers come in, and, you know, kind of like, coffee hop coffee shop vibe yeah or like a jazz singer kind of vibe with the piano just background, just some background background noise and um he was like hey, would you like would you be interested in doing it and i was like yeah yeah let's, you know let's just do it let's just let's, let's have fun with it 
Um, so that was definitely one of my very first performances um, as an adult that made me understand like, okay, yeah, this is, I feel like I'm back in fifth grade again on stage yeah. singing, this is me. Um, and you now I'm like, okay, I, I need to keep doing this. I want to keep doing it. Um, and so a little, a little bit after that, it's when I auditioned for The Voice. <laughs> um, yeah. And so it's just, you know, I think it just all started falling into place right after that. Just one door after the other just kept opening. And it's just, it's just crazy to think back. Wow. Where is your, where does your mind go when you're performing? Like, are you Man, just- that's a good question. I actually <laughs> don't know. <laughs> I'm just so in the moment that I'm just like making sure that I'm having fun. You know, yeah. I, know a lot of, I know a lot of people like they'll sing, like even a lot of my friends will sing in their they're thinking about the next note to sing. They're thinking about yeah. the next, you know, what's the next step? What's the next word? What's the next lyric? You know, anything. And, and to me, it's just like, if I mess up a word, oh, well, just have fun with it. Think of something that, you know, will grab the, the audience attention. And um, yeah, just, just do what you do best, which is music and singing and have fun with it. You know, just do it because you love it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, what school did, or what college did you go to? So I went to Mount Sac and then um, for a little bit, I actually I applied to Cal State Fullerton. I uh-huh. got it and I was like, oh, then the voice happened. <laughs> so oh, like, oh, no way. Okay, let, me, let me do the voice. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, so, so you uh, tried out for the voice a couple of times before you got on? I, I did, yeah. Yeah, so I did. The first time it was right when the COVID 2020 happened. Um, and I was, I was auditioning to be on the season with Ariana Grande. Oh. Um, but I didn't get that. So I was, I was like, oh, dang, whatever. No Ariana Grande. <laughs> um, <laughs> so then, <laughs> and then the second time I did it again, uh, that would have been for, maybe that was for Ariana Grande. I don't remember, but it was, no, 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 no. It was, uh, the one with Gwen Stefani and Camila Cabello. Yeah. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. And I didn't get that one. So I was like, oh, okay. So I felt a little discouraged again. Yeah. I was um, going to say, I was like, it was, it was, it was discouraging. It was very, you know, upsetting because I was like, okay, all these people on the outside or in my life are saying I sound really good. What's going on? Like, why aren't these producers thinking I sound good? And that wasn't the case. So <laughs> it, was, it was more so like, um, I remember, so when I auditioned the third time, uh-huh. third time to charm. Yeah. Um, I did it. I, I, I submitted and I, I didn't really even try. I just kind of like, you know, did whatever songs that I loved and just, just took a leap of faith. I was like, all right, this is it. My final time. I'm not going to do it again. And then yeah. it works. <laughs> um, and I remember when I got the call from the casting producer, like, Hey, we want to keep, you know, keep you, we're interested. We want to keep you in, in the loop of things. So, and I was like, I just asked him randomly. I was like, Hey, so what is your process of like, you know, choosing who? And he was like, totally honest. To be quite honest, if they didn't choose you, it's most likely because they had a bad day and they're just going. <laughs> oh, I, I hate like, that. Wow, that's crazy. Like, that you're basically our career is in the hands of someone that's a mood. A someone in a mood. God, right. um, I'm like, okay, cool, I guess. So I guess I was just on someone's good day. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, no, that happened. And that, I just kind of just like went with it. I was like, okay, cool. I'm just going to, you know, getting the call. Oh, I would. I was bawling. I was sobbing oh. when I when I got the call that they were like, okay, we want you, you know, to do the blind audition. So I was like, oh my <laughs> gosh. 
I almost missed a call. <laughs> uh, I was actually leaving a hair appointment. Um, and they called me as I was driving. And I try not to answer too many calls when I'm driving. Uh-huh. So I saw it. I was like, oh, no. So I I, um, I didn't answer it quick enough because I was like, okay, I'll just call them back right when I get home. I was like five minutes away from home. Uh-huh. So I go home. I call them back right away. It's the, the lady's not answering. I'm like, what's going on? Please answer. Please answer. Um, and I text her. And she was like, yeah, I'm out of office. Like, you were just in office five minutes ago. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what do you mean you're out of office? <laughs> so, um, yeah. But then I, I, I was just so bummed that I missed a call. I, I took a depression nap. <laughs> and then I woke up maybe an hour later because they called me again. And I was literally groggy. It was like, hello. And they're like, hey, you want to know uh, if, if you're interested in doing a blind audition? I was like, oh, yeah, of course. So and I just started bawling. And yeah, that's it, the rest wow. is history. <laughs> what songs did you sing uh, for the producers before you got on? Oh, that's a good question. I actually sang... Um, this song by Alan Stone called Bet I Made. Okay. Uh, Bet I Made. And then I um, I sang, what's the, the Stevie Wonder song, um, Overjoyed. Okay. I sang Overjoyed. And then I sang one more. I, I don't exactly remember. Do you sing the full song? Each three full songs? Uh, some of them is like only three minutes. Some of them is a minute and 30 seconds. Um, I think the final one was the full song. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I can't exactly remember. I have the tape on my computer, but um, oh. yeah, I can't exactly remember what the second song was, but those are the two songs that stuck out to me. And I'm oh. glad I sang those songs could have worked. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So for the blind audition, it was your birthday. It was. Like the best birthday gift in the world. <laughs> <laughs> it was absolutely the best birthday. I don't think any other birthday can top it. Yeah, um, right. yeah I, was, I was turning 24, 23. Uh-huh. I think 23. Um, was it 24? No, 23. No, 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 <laughs> 24. It was 24. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I think in the articles I read, it was 24, but I don't want to get you about it. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it was 20, 24 because I just turned 25. Nice. Um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was 24 years old. I remember I went on stage. The producers were like, all right, we want you to, you know, say that with your birthday. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll, I'll say it. <laughs> Um, and when I did, um, Kelly was so super ecstatic and they're like, Oh my oh. God, so cool. like, oh, I'll remember she, she has the best reaction. She's so funny. Oh, I was going to say, who did you bring with you to the show? Oh, I, my parents, my parents were the ones that, um, were, you know, backstage, they're on camera too, but they're backstage, you know, rooting for me. Very um, cool. Yeah, yeah, so uh, that's that's a birthday to remember for sure. <laughs> um, can you kind of share with everyone like what the who people who don't watch the voice like what the blind audition means? Yeah, yeah, of course. So blind auditions for the voice is basically the contestant or the potential contestant um, goes onto the stage, uh, and there's four chairs that is facing away from them. Um, and basically, if those celebrity coaches want to uh, have you on their team, they push this button as you're singing um, and they turn around, the chair turns around and basically the rest of your song, you're staring at this superstar singer um, or musician and the whole time. And, you know, just basically kind of you're trying to win their turns over. Like, do you, you want them to turn? I mean, eventually, if you get one, two, three, four chair turns. 
Um, you get to choose uh, if you get more than one. And throughout that, you know, the process of choosing, those coaches are going to battle each other, basically putting out their pitches. Say so like, no, you should choose me. Like, no, 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 you should choose me. Um, and yeah, and I think my pitches were the coolest ones. I, I, I personally, I liked it because I was like, oh, these are really cool. Like these two, do two legendary artists want to work with me simply because they only heard my voice. They don't know anything about me beforehand. So it's just that I, I thought that was a huge honor. Um, and, you know, obviously when I told them uh, that I am who I am and I'm deaf, um, that definitely, like, make their ears perked up like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, it, it was, it's a crazy, crazy process. But um, it's a little nerve-wracking for sure, too. But um, it works. <laughs> yeah. Did you have a plan of who you were going to pick when you went into it or who you hoped for? Right away, I knew I was always going to choose Kelly Clarkson because <laughs> I just love Kelly Clarkson. Um, but Chance, the rapper, he, he had a great pitch. And people are, to this day, even kind of mad that I cho- didn't choose him. No way. He has, such, he has such an amazing pitch. And I truly respect him for it because he his, his thing was saying that he worked with people in the deaf community. Um, and basically, he feels like he would have definitely been able to help me because of that and he's absolutely right he definitely would and he still did even if he wasn't my coach he gave me the most amazing advice um, oh yeah yeah it was, it was great but the only reason why i chose kelly because personally as a singer i wanted to expand my range and none other than kelly clarkson is the best person to go to for that so um yeah and i definitely wanted to step out of my shell too and she's just total badass so i knew that she was able to help me do that too I watched her season of American Idol when I was a kid. Yeah. Yeah. So that's awesome. She's, I see, I, I, I did too. Obviously, I was very little. Uh-huh. Um, so I was probably watching the reruns. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I always remember her singing, um, uh, was it Respect by yeah. Franklin? I was like, oh, that's, that's, that is a woman. <laughs> she yeah, is singing. <laughs> uh, sorry. What, oh, just to go back really quick. Um, what song did you sing for your audition? Yeah, I sang Killing Me Softly, um, but the Fuji version. So mm-hmm. it's originally by Roberta Flack, but I sang the one that Lauren Hill sings. <laughs> that one just like chills, chills. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't even realize when you said like you're singing to a superstar when they turn around. Because I always thought like once they turn around, you're just like, oh, pumped. But like you're finishing the song in front of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's <laughs> the nerve wracking part. <laughs> yeah. Because like, yes, I got my chair turns and I and funny, funny story about that. So for me, personally, only me, uh, because I'm deaf, sometimes I just need the room to be quiet so I can hear mm-hmm. certain things. Um, so the producers literally came up to me just before my performance, like, hey, would you want us to make the crowd just be completely silent your entire um, set? And I'm like, nice. can you do that? Absolutely, please. And I'm like, yeah, we can totally do that. So that kind of backfired on me because um, I'm very, very appreciative of it. But the only reason is because when the crowd is loud, some they're given instructions to be even louder when a chair turns. Oh. Um, and I didn't, I, I, I didn't, I didn't have that reaction because they were quiet for me. <laughs> so I was singing to the crowd and I Kelly and Chant turned at the very same time. So I completely missed them for like a few seconds. So I'm still singing to the crowd and, they're turned. They're turned already and staring at me, waiting for me to notice them. 
And I'm like, oh, shoot. Okay, so then we go over there and actually acknowledge, like, oh, my God, I'm so thankful you turned for me. Yay. Yeah. Um, the rest of my my song, I was singing to Chance and Kelly. So, yeah. But, yeah, that's a little fun story about that. And, like, oh, just another, like, side note. Um, I read that you were working at Disneyland at the time and you had to keep this a secret from your cast members. I did. I did. Oh, I had, man. That was probably that so was, hard. Oh, yeah, that was very, very hard. <laughs> um, only because, you know, I, obviously you want to tell this to everyone you can in the whole world because, like, it's such a huge opportunity. Um, but, you know, I got NDA, NDAs. That's oh. oh, right. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I got to keep it a secret because, you know, it's a blind audition. So even though the coaches don't know who you are, neither do the viewers. So they can't. Right. Um, yeah. No one can know who done it until you've aired on television. So, um, yeah, that was a huge secret. Oh man. Very, very hard. The only people that did know were my managers. Um, and God bless them. They, they helped me so much through all this. So, um, but yeah, that that was an insane secret to keep. Yeah. I'm such an oversharer. I would have just like blurted it out. Absolutely. Me too. So I totally understand. (laughs) Um, so, uh, what was your your day-to-day kind of like going on the show? Do you, do you live in Anaheim or do you live in Orange County? Yeah, so I live in I live in Anaheim right now um, mm-hmm. because I I worked at Disneyland, so I have to be yeah. over here in Orange County. But now I'm always going to LA, so I kind of need to move over there. <laughs> but um, when I was filming, <laughs> love Orange County, I promise. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, but when I was filming, we actually stayed in a hotel the whole time. Um, oh, okay, that's nice. in LA. So I I wasn't going back and forth. We just stayed in a hotel. We had a schedule set for us. And everything like that. Um, it was very, very professional um, and well put together. You know, uh, they want us to sound our best, look our best. That's that's the thing about the voice compared to every other mm. singing competition is, uh, you know, like in, in American Idol, they they mm. do like those silly bits where yeah, uh, there's like very, very you know awful singers that go audition. But yeah, um, yeah I don't. I, as funny as that is, and I personally love that stuff, I think it's funny. <laughs> <laughs> I think the voice has held its um, reputation to be like, definitely, they're strictly about the artist and they want you to look your best, sound your best, be your best, and um, just, you know, have the most fun that you can. Um, so they definitely took care of us for sure um, throughout oh. this whole process of, you know, just doing the blind audition. Oh, really? Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, right. Cause they had everyone be quiet. So, um, how long was the process? Like how long, how many weeks were you in a hotel for? Oh, that is a hard question to answer because I don't know. Really? <laughs> it was so long. Oh, um, no way. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I like to tell people me being on the voice took about a year and a half of my, my life. Um, yeah, so it's like, I thought you were gonna say like two months. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It, it's a long, long process, and very, rightfully so because you know they want us to be look professional as like the professionals that we are. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so the blind audition for about like maybe three months, four, three months, I think, two months maybe. Um, and mm-hmm. then we do like a little you know holiday break, and then we go back, and it's just a matter of like. If you're staying in for the next round, you stay even longer. And mm-hmm. for the next round, you stay even longer. And then if you get cut from that round, you go home. But if you get to the next round, you stay even longer. <laughs> um, and yeah, so I think, you know, I had my stars aligned for me. So it's a good thing that I got to stay yeah. longer. Um, that meant I got to progress to the next round. So um, how many rounds yeah. did you go through? Uh, okay, so I was just a blind audition. 
battles, knockout playoffs. So I was two rounds away from, uh, yeah, from being a final. But it's totally okay. Um, I'm very thankful and very happy with how my run on the show ended up. How often are you working? Were you working with Kelly Clarkson? Uh, as often as we could, uh, you know, she's a busy woman, uh, yeah. <laughs> rightfully so. She's a superstar. She, she's got, she's booked and busy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we were trying to, uh, a lot of our interactions were on camera, but okay. um, we also had some, uh, interaction, uh, behind the scenes too. Um, some I'll always cherish forever. Um, and some I'm, I'm, I won't even talk about it because I just want to keep that between me and her. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's, it's amazing. Uh, she's an amazing woman. Love her so much. Um, you know, she's very genuine, very, very, uh, it's like when you're talking to her, she can talk. She can definitely talk. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm very appreciative of that because I don't really like talking as much. Unless I absolutely have to. Yeah. <laughs> um, like this, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I enjoy it. But no, no, no. So she'll do the talking for you, which I'm very happy for. Mm-hmm. Uh, and but even when she does, like she gives you the amazing advice. She's hilarious. Um, and it's just like you're talking to a, an old friend for the longest time. So um, she's great. I love her. Oh, that's so cool. Do you have any um, favorite memories that you can share? Oh yeah. Okay. So I remember one time, uh, I'm trying to think they did post pictures about it. Okay, cool. <laughs> there was one time Niall actually came, Niall Horan uh, wow. came backstage and it was Kelly too. And they were filming. Um, and was it Niall that did? No, it was Kelly that did it. Uh, someone was rehearsing and then we were done rehearsing and she walked by and it was me and my friend Kate Martin. Uh, who was also on the show, she like, comes by up to our, our uh, little break area. And she's like, I don't know if I can curse on here. <laughs> but she like, she like comes up to us. And she's like, oh, you a-hole. Oh, you can curse like, on here. You're, so good. Good. you're good. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You assholes. You can use, you're so good. Like, oh. And then she just walked away and was like, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> she, she likes to joke with us like that all the time. So it's kind of funny. But um, yeah, there's just there's so many moments I can think of, but that's definitely one I thought was the funniest. <laughs> wow! So, so she sounds like she's like, um, how she is on the show, like in person. Also yeah, scary. no, I've absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I you are friends, but yeah, <laughs> it is what it is. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you're good, so you're good. Thank you. So do you. Um, so I wanted to ask about your single. Where where do uh where do I go? Yeah, yeah. So I wrote that. Where do I go? I wrote that right mm-hmm. after I went home uh, from the show. Um, basically, just me asking, like, okay, I did this amazing thing. Mm-hmm. Um, what What's next? What do I do next? Um, and that was obviously, like, I wrote that right after me going home, but nothing aired yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and so little did I know after, you know, everything airing so many things would be happening for me so I kind of basically answered my own question oh <laughs> um you know and that would definitely like the song definitely manifested something for me um and it was really cool and I'm very 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 thankful to my cousin Christian uh, he's my music partner um he helped me bring that song to life um and yeah, yeah it's just you know I got to sing that song on the Carnegie Hall stage so that's just, it's just insane. Uh, so it's, it's just, just so many things that has happened since that song coming out. Um, 
And I'm just very thankful that it even happened. So, yeah. How, how did you perform at Carnegie Hall? So I met this amazing angel. Oh. <laughs> Her name is Michelle Christie. Dr. Michelle Christie. She works for this amazing foundation called uh, No Limits. Um, and they specialize in providing care for um, deaf children in um, uh, poverty-stricken uh, families. So basically... Oh families that just you know can't afford the care that they need for whatever it is that their deaf child needs um and she sometimes puts on these events you know to either raise money for these uh for this organization that she runs mm-hmm. or uh just to bring awareness um to it there you are <laughs> just to bring awareness to uh uh the fact that there are basically these the deaf people in the community that are in the middle, the gray area, mm-hmm. um, you know, because in the deaf community, there are uh, two Ds. So it's little D and big D um, okay. for deaf, the word deaf. Uh-huh. And I am what's considered a little D uh, because I, I don't sign and I don't, um, I, I wear hearing aids basically. Okay. I, I, there's like a lot more to it. Um, I'm not, I'm still learning about it to this day, mm-hmm. um, but being part of this organization and doing that show with Carnegie Hall, has definitely helped me understand like, okay, I see where, where these people are coming from and their different perspective living as a deaf person. Um, and so that was what that show is about is different deaf people coming onto the stage, telling their story. Um, and my story was very musical oriented. So obviously I sang, so I got to sing a song and, um, she, I wasn't going to actually perform at first. I literally brought it up to her. She wanted me to do a performance for the gala that that her organization run uh, to raise money for it. And I saw that they were doing the Carnegie Hall show. And I asked her in the meeting for the gala, like, hey, I want to attend the show. Like, I just want to go see it. And she's like, oh, yeah, but why don't you just be in it? I'm like, huh? Wow. Okay. So I was like, okay, definitely, sure, yeah, absolutely. So I, I definitely pooped my pants at that moment. Like, Congratulations! Oh, thank wow, thank that's you. incredible. Yeah, um, I'm sure that was such an amazing experience. Oh, absolutely. It was even better because I got to sing my own song alongside my sister and my cousin. Um, so it was oh. the three of us, and we were singing um, the song that I wrote on Carnegie Hall stage. It's still crazy to say that. <laughs> So cool. Um, so what's next for you? What can um, listeners look forward to? Oh, there's, there's so much. I'm just really, really? excited. Yeah, Whoa. I'm really excited. There's like a lot to, to look forward to. And I have I have a lot to thank to um, Michelle, the person that runs No Limits. Um, she's helping me so much um, through my career. And, she, and I, I'm so thankful that she has faith in me to be able to give me these resources that I need, you know, to excel in my music career. Um, so yeah, I have a lot of performances coming up. Um, I have a lot of uh, projects that I definitely want to release soon. And um, I'm just doing whatever I can just, you know, to keep singing and keep playing music and just doing what I love um, and collaborating with other artists. And it's just amazing that I even get to do this. And I honestly have to say it's all because of the voice. Wow. <laughs> and, um, and had I not, you know, just took a leap of faith and auditioned the third time for the voice, you know, this wouldn't be happening right now. I don't think um, I would have really had the courage to do it. Had I not, you know, just put myself out there in front of millions on a television screen um, yeah. and 
just let people know, like, this is what I love to do. This is who I am. And um, I don't care what you think. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to keep doing it. And I do it because it's just something I love to do. Yeah. So just to plug it, um, where can people find your new projects when you release them? Yeah. So I will definitely be talking about them a lot on my Instagram. Okay. Um, so it's at Allie. Can you hear me? I was trying to be a little cheeky with the username. <laughs> can you hear me? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's my Instagram. I would be talking about it a lot there. Um, or Spotify is um, Allie, but I put spaces in between my letters. So it's okay. Allie space, it was like A space L space I. Perfect. Allie. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so we're coming to the end of our time, but before I let you go, I have yeah. three final questions for you. We call them the thoughtful three and they kind of reflect on your journey. So cool. what is um, one thing that you'd want listeners to take away from this conversation? Yeah. So if there's one thing I would love for anyone that's listening to take away from this, it's, it's the fact that no matter what you are, who you are and or what you do or Whatever is different about you, you can do whatever you love to do because you love it. And there's no one else that can stop you from doing that. Um, and I feel like that is something that a lot of people tend to forget. Like, even though some people are going to say certain things, um, I feel like if you are so passionate about it and you love it so much, what, what's stopping you from doing it other than yourself um, at this point? And it's just like, I, I think that is a big thing people need to understand is that whatever you choose to do, do it for the sake of, you know, just because it makes you happy and you know, that's going to make other people happy too. I love that. Um, What advice would you have for someone whose dream might feel out of reach right now? Yeah. So I feel like if you think that something is so out there, like it's just, you're, you're stretching for the gods at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sometimes that's what you need to do. You just need to keep doing it. And um, just, just, I think no matter how many times you fall because of doing that, you just get back up and keep doing it until it happens. I feel like that's, that's kind of like what happened with me. Like I I auditioned for this thing and I kept getting no's. (laughs) And I I think those no's are what's going to empower you the most. Like, now I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to show you that this is absolutely a yes. And that yes will definitely come to you because I think it's what you put in is what you'll get back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then lastly, what is the greatest lesson that you learned on The Voice? Yeah. Oh, that's a good question. The greatest <laughs> lesson I learned from being on The Voice is don't be afraid to step outside of your comfort zone. Um, there's something that just kind of clicked in me, um, especially working with, you know, the amazing artists that I did, my fellow artists and learning from them and even for learning from like my battle partner, D Smooth. Um, I just don't be afraid to just be like, surrender yourself and just let yourself be a sponge. Soak it all in and learn from it and gather those bits and pieces that feel like will help make you feel more like you. Um, and just have fun with it. You know, just, I, I think that's something I've learned so much is that Kelly definitely told me, like, she could tell that there's something that was holding me back. So I was like, no, you need to understand you're special. And I always remember that. Um, mm. and, you know, it's definitely given me the confidence and the courage to be like, yeah, I, I, I've, I've got something that, you know, it's worth showing. And, um, I just got to keep doing it. So, yeah. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for doing this, Allie. And thank you so much for sharing that. Um, I really appreciate it. This is so much fun. Oh, thank you, Chelsea. I really appreciate this. This is, this is just 
so cool. I, I love I love podcasts and I love talking about anything and everything. So thank you for having me. On. Of course. I'll see you soon. Bye.